1: Oh my God, I'm late! I'm late! I'm late! I gotta record something quick! Ah, ah, Uh, uh, uh... uh, uh p- 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 to the Patreon! Patreon.com slash coined- Matthew Donald! You can find bonus content... ...for both of our podcast, and Pallybytes, except not really, it's just Pallybytes. Oh, I'm wasting time! Ah! okay, 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 okay. okay. What are we talking about this week? We're talking about Primal Rage. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Primal Rage is pretty cool. It's a big arcade game with uh, farting apes and lightning-themed dragon dinosaur things. Pretty cool. Links in the description. Have a good day. I'm so late. I'm late for a very important date.
2: (laughs) Roar.
1: Rowl. Snarl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast that stood on the shoulders of geniuses to accomplish something as fast as it could. And before it even knew what it had, it patented it, packaged it, slapped it in a plastic lunchbox, and now it wants to sell it. Subscribe to my Patreon listeners.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> my name is Matthew Dahl, and each week I'm a rotating series of guest co hosts. Talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by the always wonderful, the, dare I say, effervescence. I don't know what that...
0: (laughs) Not quite sure, but... The the
1: pulchritudinous himself,
0: (laughs) Stephen Currow, how are you? I am happy to be back. (laughs) Yes, yes, in
1: my apartment now for the first time, because this is actually the second time we tried to record this the first time. Technical difficulties, because what else is new? Technology, Mercury's in retrograde, who knows? I think I told you this before, where it's like, even though I'm a man of science and all that stuff, I I don't mind astrology. Mm, Because it's just like... What harm is it really doing with anyone? I mean, it's not like the flat Earth thing. <laughs> oh,
0: heavens no. Oof. No,
1: no. It's like, even if you don't believe that what planets are in what part of the celestial sphere or whatever, depends on how you're effective. Even if you don't believe that, what harm is it affecting when people do believe that? Right. It's sort of like how when people try to tell people, oh, psychics aren't real. It's like, but my psychic told me to do this. I'm like, well, then it's perfectly fine because then you feel more motivated to do that. Yeah. If even if psychics the arts of psychicism or whatever,
0: Psychicism. I don't know what
1: the terminology for being a psychic is. Even just, though that's I think it's just being a psychic. It's it's just being even though that's kind of phony, I I'm, I'm assuming. If it just motivates people to do things, I what's the
0: harm? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I once saw a psychic in New York. She told me to avoid She told me to beware of people whose name begins with M. Uh my name's Matthew Donald <laughs> actually. Well well no, you're you're obviously okay, but I did have a girlfriend named Megan and that uh, did not end well. So I don't know if that's what she was talking about. Uh, I don't know. If she picked a random letter as yeah. part of the show. I don't know.
1: That's true. I mean then it, just, then it just makes you distrust everyone whose name begins with M. Right. So I
0: mean I met a lot of other people whose name begins with M. They're not crazy. Anyway.
1: No, that's true. <laughs> I mean you have Matt Me, who is certifiably crazy. <laughs> <But> <laughs> in other ways, of course. Uh all right, so uh, dinosaur-related question then, I guess. Uh, if uh, if you were talking to a psychic and the psychic had <laughs> a dinosaur-themed prediction about you, what do you think it would be,
0: or what would you want it to be? What I want it to be, well, I would want it to be that I get my own pet dinosaur. I think. I realis- got you
1: covered that one for, I, for me, anyways.
0: <laughs> right, right. You got you've got Lyra there. Lyra, yes. Hello. Um, I think realistically, though, that it would be. They would make a prediction about me like, you know tripping over a dinosaur tail or something klutzy like that.
1: Oh, uh, of course. <laughs> I thought you were going to say tripping uh, – give yourself more credit, like tripping over a bow, and then finding out it's a brand-new species of dinosaur. Uh,
0: th- uh, okay, I'll take that too. That or you're in South
1: point. Africa it's just another Lystrosaurus because <laughs> those are everywhere
0: there. <laughs> Is it Lystrosaurus or Lystrosaurus? I-
1: I've heard both ways. I say Lystrosaurus sometimes, but walking with Dinosaurs dinosaur says and but, most of the, but that seems to be maybe the British way. All right,
0: Lystrosaurus. Lystrosaurus, sure, I not? don't
1: know. <laughs> I like Lystrosaurus. That's L-Y. <laughs> Lyle.
0: Yes. Your bird is named Lyra. Lyra. Lyra.
1: Well, some people say Lyra. Is it Lystrosaurus? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's Lyra. Yeah, you're right. Lyra the Lystrosaurus. She's yeah. like, I'm you not see, a Lystrosaurus. It sounds,
0: yeah, it it has more oomph in the name.
1: Yeah, I'm not a Lystrosaurus. I'm like a Cyticus nificus or something. Hold on. What? <laughs> I don't know what she is. I know she's a cockatiel, but I don't know her scientific name.
0: You should, you should look that up. Put uh, it I've, I've looked it up
1: before, hold on, let me, let me check. On the air, hold on, cockatiel. Uh, oh, I was right with Nymphicus. <laughs> Nymphicus Hollandicus, actually. Yay. Hollandicus, they're not from Holland. Holland? Nymphicus Hollandicus. Were they...
0: Rag- from Australia. Are you sure she's not like a domesticated version that was made, uh, produced? No, no, in, the wild um, ones are
1: the same. Well, I mean, there are different breeds of domesticated ones because the wild ones all kind of look the same.
0: Was there a guy named Holland? I mean, look, the Dutch after him.
1: The Dutch were one of the big guys of colonialism, so maybe they were there in Australia. No, it was England who was in Australia. What well, was a prison colony? Right. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe they had, the Dutch were there too. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, this segues well, because, like, scientific nomenclature is confusing. And speaking of which, we're talking about
0: Brontosaurus. This is true. <laughs> so. One of the great classics. One of
1: the great classics that for the longest time, especially since I was born, people were like, oh, actually, it's not a real dinosaur. It's mm-hmm. like, and I was like, well, you know, fair enough. And then some, there's a whole story about why it's now a real dinosaur again. Because, like, back, the, like, when you, back in the day when you heard Brontosaurus, like, oh, this is old-timey stuff. Like, right, right. This is like, was it in... The first kaiju flick ever, like The Lost World from nineteen twenty five, where it attacks London in stop motion. Yep. That was a Brontosaurus.
0: I I read in um, the author's note for the Destroyerman series, which mm. takes place in an alternate universe with sailors from World War Two. He was like, Some of these some of this may or may not be accurate, but keep in mind, in the nineteen forties they thought they would think Brontosaurus, like
1: That's true. Even though, actually, it was well after 1940s was well after when we thought it was a hoax. Here, I'll get into this in a sec. But it, this is part of our Bronto themed October because last week we did Bronto Scorpio with my uh, <laughs> friend uh, Christina. Next week, Christina's coming back for Bronto Miris, which means thunder thighs.
0: That's interesting.
1: <laughs> As hip people, uh, <laughs> she and uh, who, she and I'll ab- appreciate that. We lo- <laughs> um, um, But anyways, uh, so Brontosaurus means thunder lizard. <laughs> which is a fitting name. Just an awesome, epic name. Yeah, Thunder Lizard, Bronto. Well, Bronto Scorpio means Thunder Scorpion. I'm like, what the hell? That's <laughs> like,
0: kind of scary. That's very metal. <laughs> it is. It's very metal. Uh,
1: <laughs> but type is a diplodocid sauropod, the long-necked dinosaurs with the short legs and bodies and long tails and necks. You know, the little foot ones. Mm. Uh, size 72 feet slash 22 meters long, 15 to 17 tons.
0: Just a to, yeah, like, that's um, big, but the same time, it's kind of light, too. 15 to 17 that's tons. That's only
1: like a couple times more than an African elephant.
0: So. One, of course, maybe sources make different. One tons is so. 2,000 pounds. So it's 15 tons. That's 30,000 pounds. Yeah. So, yeah. That's just wild. I bet
1: you that's about the same weight as a Colombian mammoth. I like some of those big. Because mammals are so much denser than dinosaurs.
0: Mm. True.
1: So, like, although, then again, maybe, again, sources make different. We don't know what dinosaurs weighed. <laughs> so. We have an idea. Yeah, I guess. We know what their skeletons weigh, but then that's just rocks. (laughs) Uh, uh, Diet was an herbivore, obviously. Is it herbivore or herbivore?
0: I go back and forth.
1: Herbivore. I think
0: the British say herbivore. (laughs)
1: The only time it really bothers me is when I'm writing herbivore and I have an uh before it. I'm like, do I do uh or an?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, an. An herbivore. An
1: herbivore. Yeah.
0: Because you're not pronouncing the H, you're pronouncing it like an E.
1: Sort of like how if whatever reason you say A1, a one ring, you don't say and one ring because you say the one like a W sound.
0: That's, yeah.
1: English is fun, isn't it? English. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Although I guess this is Greek uh, to be more accurate. uh, Herbivore. Herbivore. Plant eater. Uncle Herb. Uncle Herb. Uncle Herb, the guy who's into Vor. Don't look it up, kids. Anyways, uh, t- uh, time late Jurassic, uh, 156 to 146 million years ago. So, like, uh, uh, 10 million year long range. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's yeah.
0: a very good gap.
1: Yeah, it is. A uh, location, Colorado, Wyoming, and Utah. Basically the Morrison Formation. All of that. Yes. <laughs> We're big fans of the Morrison Formation. Uh huh. As in Morrison, Colorado, where Dinosaur Rage is at.
0: Yep, where I used to live right by there and I used to work there.
1: I used to volunteer there. Now, Fun I- times. And I'm gonna I need to go there later soon and see if they need more megazook books, especially considering I'm gonna update the covers soon. Did I tell you about this? Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah! Yeah, because the me.
1: guy who did my book, the cover of my book, Tussleots, I was so impressed by his work. I was like, "Hey, do you want to redo the Megazord covers?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah,
0: I think it's gonna be epic."
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, okay, described in 1879, but later deemed valid once more in 2015. Uh, pop culture princesses, oh my god, so many. <laughs> 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 Notably in the tw- 1925 film, The Lost World, as I, s- I said, attacks London at the end, one might be the first kaiju flick in history. It's also in Fantasia, The Flintstones, Ark Survive Evolved, Jurassic Park Builder, Land Before Time, a fictionalized version of the 2005 King Kong, and many, many more. Many, many more. So... Here's a dinosaur you might have heard about a million times when you were younger, but then learned it wasn't valid because of a whole kerfuffle with an apatosaurus body and a camarasaurus skull left in the dustbins of history and old-timey paleontology. When I think of brontosaurus, I think about those outdated dinosaur designs where they waded in swamps, the tails are dragging, they're just lazily chewing on those giant cycad leaves. Well,
0: um, you know, it really wasn't. It was was, uh, less of a kerfuffle and more of a conspiracy. Oh, yeah. Because... Uh, it was with O'Neill Marsh. He uh, was one of the paleontologists. He in was in the Bone Wars, in yeah. In the Bone Wars, precisely. Oh, yeah. And then so.
1: the, that's the thing like, like uh, there's old school and there's Brontosaurus, basically. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, like you were saying, though, it, like many North American dinosaurs, it all, it all started uh, back in the Bone Wars between Oath Neil Charles Marsh and Edward Drinker Cope. Uh, in the late 1800s, where they spent all those years digging up bones or, more likely, having teams of underpaid laborers <laughs> digging those bones for them while they squat on their ivory throne. I don't know. Maybe I'm giving them, maybe I'm giving them too
0: little credit. But. Mar- Marsh basically ha- uh, had a throne. Cope was rich but spent all his money. Um, oh, so he was, like, poor by the, by the end of well, by know, end. Oh, you know, there's nothing wrong life. with
1: that. Put the money into the economy again rather than hoarding it on another island. <laughs> like.
0: I mean, Yeah. <laughs>
1: My boss at my coffee shop that shall be named for legal reasons, you know, we were talking about, like, hey, we're not paid enough here. And then she was like, oh, it was a struggle for us, too. No jokes. She said, like, when I was trying to work here for a while, we had to sell our second house in the Bahamas. And oh I'm like, my. oh, you poor soul. Oh, the, oh no. But your not third,
0: the beach house.
1: But your third house in the Virgin Islands was okay, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> That's kind of funny because, like, <laughs> so some of us are like, "Wait a minute, you have a second house in the Bahamas." Other people are like, "You have a second house." Right. Other exactly. people are like, "You have a house." Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs>
0: like, it, it's all it's all relative, people.
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, so uh, anyways, these these guys did in the Bone Wars. They were hastily naming as many new species as they could. Like, boom, 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 uh-huh. boom, boom. boom, 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 boom <imitate laughs> like this one looks slightly different enough. Bam, new species. We gotta beat the other guy.
0: <laughs> well, with um, Marsh. He found uh, the Brontosaurus skeleton. Yes, in Wyoming is what but I read. But it it did not have a head or a tail.
1: Yes. And uh, it was other than that, though it was the most complete sauropod skelet- skeleton known at the time. Actually, yes. uh, it it just was missing the head. Uh, but that maybe that's why it died. I wouldn't last long without a head. But <laughs> 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 um, <Ba-dum-tsh>. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes this show is too dumb.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. oh
1: uh, no, it's just look. like <laughs> that. That comment was like the information about dinosaurs is extremely shallow. It lives rent free in my head. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's okay, though. Everyone else seems to like it. Um, so Marsh believed the brontosaurus is part of a currently invalid clade of sauropods who they called the Atlantosaurids. Mm. Ever heard of these?
0: Atlantosaurid. I don't think I know that.
1: Kirk Cur- copies the now dubious Atlantosaurus. See what I mean about those bone war studies being hasty. Mm. And Apatosaurus, latter of which have been described two years earlier. Because Apatosaurus came first. That's important. Problems started to rise for Brontosaurus in 1903. Paleontologist Elmer Riggs argued that there wasn't enough differentiating material to separate Brontosaurus and Apatosaurus. And argued the two should be considered synonymous. Since Apatosaurus was described earlier, its name took priority. There's, there's very strict rules right, in scientific nomenclature. So... Part of the issue came with the fact that while a passau's head was still unknown uh the same with brontosaurus, um and there was a um pro- which led to problems with the composite skeleton displaying in the genus was unveiled at the American Museum of Natural History in New York in nineteen o five the first ever mounted sauropod skeleton, this is where the chimaraauruss skull comes in mm. so uh To complete the display, the sculptors modeled the head after another sauropod skull found in the area that had good material. And since the skeleton was fairly robust, they modeled it after reportedly the biggest, thickest, and strongest skull bones, uh, lower jaws, and tooth crowns from three separate quarries.
0: (laughs) That's how it happened? Yeah. I was taught that Marsh put a Camarasaurus skull on the head of his uh, Brontosaurus because he wanted to show off to the people for the big unveiling.
1: That's probably what that's, that's probably true that's what i'm saying. These were these were these p- p- fossils for these other things came from Camarasaurus. Right. Because that was the one with the big thick head. Correct. And also was the one that was by far the most common. Like Camarasaurus was everywhere. I've it was heard the it,
0: sheep of I've heard of it the described Jurassic. as the rabbit of the Jurassic. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> uh, so so he probably got a lot of uh Camarasaurus Ch- Material and put it together, because even though the skull is one bone, it's not always found in one. <laughs> I mean, it's not one bone. There's lower jaw, or bar- yeah, maybe it's not more. What am I talking about? I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah, so they need a head, and they got an impressive head, so they got Camarasaurus. This was how the prop, the popular image of Brontosaurus was born. But ironically, this is what ended up killing it too. As in 1909, a proper Apatosaurus skull was found at the Dinosaur National Monument. Uh, which I've also been to, um, mm-hmm. alongside a matching skeleton. Unlike Camarasaurus' skull, that's that's which is like a thick and bulky doorknob of a head. <laughs> like uh, this skull ended up looking well, thinner and longer, like that of a horse or its close relative Diplodocus
0: bit longer, yeah. Yeah. Longer skull.
1: Yeah, this combined with the material that made the museum display looking very similar to a patasaurus led to the quelling of Brontosaurus' taxonomical validity for over a 100 years.
3: No. Eh, I don't mind.
1: (laughs) That's okay. I mean, Brontosaurus, I mean, it sounds cool, but also sounds very old school to me.
3: Mm. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
1: so I don't know. Something about it just makes me think of the old timey stuff. Or well, like, yeah, kid- it was.
0: It was among. It was. It was discovered when paleontology was a new science, yes. which was a long time ago.
1: Because yeah. like. You got T-Rex, and you got Brontosaurus, and you got Triceratops, and Stegosaurus. Those are, like, the classic. They're the big four. Yeah, because, like, this was before Velociraptor got popular.
0: Right, right. Even though before. Velociraptor,
1: I think, was discovered in the 30s, it didn't become popular until way later. Thank you, Jurassic Park. Precisely. <laughs> and even then, it wasn't until, like, the 60s when people, the image of Velociraptor even became famous to paleontology, because that was when they found Tanonicus, which I really want to talk about on the show sometime, because that's probably the most important species ever in human knowledge of dinosaurs precisely so um but so this seemed to be the story for a while the brontosaurus was just that was it It was done Mm -hmm. it was out with Brontosaurus being but a footnote to the dusty archives of paleontological history, however, some modern paleontologists felt really nostalgic, <laughs> and from what I presume vindictive of Pluto losing its status as a planet, <sighs> and said, well, if we can't save Pluto, we can get this back.
0: At <laughs> least we can save Brontosaurus. At least we can save
1: Brontosaurus, damn it. I'm
0: still sore over Pluto. <laughs> I don't
1: mind, because this is one of the things where we differ about it. Because the other thing, I, okay, look, Pluto could be a planet, but that means if we count Pluto, we have to count a bunch of other things. never, We will okay, never, ca- well, we'll, we'll never have the nine classic planets again.
0: No, there are nine planets. No, (laughs) there aren't.
1: There's either like eight or there's like 50.
0: There's a movement to reinstate Pluto. (laughs) Of
1: course there is. If they do, they got to put in Ceres. They got to put in Eris. They got to put in Sedna. They got to put in Makemake and Orcus. (laughs) Okay. All those other ones that are exactly like Pluto. As long as we get Pluto back, I don't. care. Who cares? It's the same <laughs> hunk of rock it's always been. Like, it's not like Pluto.
0: I grew up hearing there are nine planets. Dag, <laughs> Well,
1: there will never. Even if they do reinstate Pluto, there will never be nine planets again. Uh. <laughs> I mean, that's hey, science evolves. That's what makes it great.
0: Yeah, I know, but uh, I don't know why this one triggers me. Honestly, you know what? For-
1: you know what triggered me? It's like. And saying that not only, like, planets entail any sort of object that orbits the sun, relatively or otherwise, because by that definition, that also includes moons.
0: (laughs) So, you're
1: saying... The moon would be a planet. Titan would be a planet. Uh, They're just, they're called sub-planets, then.
0: Well, doesn't it have to be free of a larger body? In order? That's why
1: Pluto's no longer a planet. That's the definition that counts Pluto out. That, but see, if we use that definition, then Pluto's out. But if we don't, then not only is Pluto in, but all these other things are in too, including moons. Mm. Plus, yeah, there's the whole I, thing with like, there could
0: be the possibility of moon moons. <laughs> a moon orbiting a moon. I've actually thought Sub-moons. About that. A moon <laughs> orbiting a moon, yeah. orbiting a planet. Sounds like Inception. Plan Inception. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I love that meme, even though it has nothing to do with the movie. Because people, the dream within the dream part isn't the Inception part. <laughs> the Inception <laughs> part is then putting the idea, in, but people took theception part right. and made it like this within a this. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, man. Anyway, so the paleontologists that decided to reinstate brontosaurus uh, were Emmanuel Ch- Shop who I've talked about on the show before, he sounds very familiar, Octavio Medius and Roger Benson. Mm-hmm. I think I talked about them on the Zibi episode, which is by far the most popular episode of the show because it's a big, long sauropod that's just, its genus name is ZBY. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they conducted an extensive study in 2015 of diplodocid sauropod remains including at least a few of the several species of apatosaurus because there's only like 12 back in the day. Uh, were different enough to be their own genus. And rather than come up with a new genus, they resurrected the name Brontosaurus and assigned three former Apatosaurus species into the genus Brontosaurus, including Brontosaurus excelsus, the type of species of the Brontosaurus that was initially described by Marsh way back when. Yes! So some paleontologists have criticized this, but to be fair, it actually has been suggested for a while. And this is the part that you'll like. One of the, f- the first times in modern times that this has been suggested was by famous paleontologist and Raptor Red author Robert Backer. Yes. He argued that some of the Apatosaurus species were distinct enough for being their own genus, including the species Excelsius that later went on to be Brontosaurus. So, yeah, that's... Leave it to Backer yeah. to save the day. <laughs> Backer. Uh, always the preferred person over him and Horner. I it's, like my backs rather than my horns. What can I say?
0: <laughs> so, Isn't Horner the nemesis of the show? Yes, he is. Uh, Inver- yeah. uh,
1: which is so funny because whenever I see an interview, he looks like a very nice and lovely man, <laughs> like very soft-spoken. Just his scientific ideas. Oh God. Oh man. <laughs> oh. oh. that was thunder out there. I don't know if. It- Speaking of the thunder lizard. Yeah. Whoa! It knows we're talking about
0: thunder lizard.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm assuming the lizards can't hear it, but it's yeah, it's thundering. And- Right we got some good weather here. I'm just
0: glad that the classic dinosaur has been restored. And, I mean, they're probably going to keep debating it until we're all fossils. But-
1: oh, absolutely. <laughs> I recognize mainly I've been talking mainly about the human knowledge side of Brontosaurus rather than anything about the creature itself, but it's just a typical long neck. <sighs> like, you ever seen Lame Before Time? Yeah, that's Brontosaurus. Yep.
0: there you go. It's very similar to Apatosaurus, so yes. I can see why there's confusion over it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like, because, like, I wonder how many of those big long necks were really there at one time. Like, mm. this is, like, the thing with, like, the whole debate with Pachycephalosaurus or whatever, is because, like, for each niche, you, there is only one thing. Right. One, for, for, there's only one th- species allowed per niche. Otherwise, there'd be too much competition.
0: Well, I mean, if you look in Africa, there's impala, and there's antelope, and there's gazelle. Yeah. There's lots of uh, all these creatures that look quite similar. But they I think they browse
1: slightly different things. Probably or or Possibly. they figured out how to work. I don't know. I don't necessarily agree. There always has to be just one, but but or at least the one niche or niche. I forget which one is the one because there's either it's either niche or niche. One of which is the proper way, and the other one is the way that sends you to hell immediately.
0: But for saying <laughs> it, like <laughs> my teacher in ecology taught me niche, and then everyone else I have encountered says niche. So I don't know. This is another word. Nietzsche. The, the...
1: Like Frederick Nietzsche, uh, my favorite philosopher. Nietzsche or Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Oh, it's Nietzsche. Yeah that's right. I'm talking. I didn't say this. Nietzsche sounds better though. Nietzsche. Frederick Nietzsche. <laughs> uh, I was more of a Freudian guy myself. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: oh oh a, my goodness. A lot of thunder out there. Oh yeah, listen to that. Boom. It certainly
0: would sound thunderous if a whole herd of these creatures was going by.
1: I love that scene in the King Kong, King Kong with the Brontosaurus thun- stampede. Oh, it's I, so
0: ridiculous. I feel so bad for those poor sauropods at the end. I know,
1: because I mean, it's like a car crash. So they they just they're bang all into tangled and
0: weighted on top of each other, and their broken necks. Oh, God. Uh, I don't even know if you see their necks being broken, but I'm assuming they would I be. I mean, just, do you see how tangled they all are at the end? How could they not be? Like,
1: yeah, they're all dead, and yet the raptors still decide to chase the humans <laughs> because it's skull- island of course <laughs> <Like so. laughs> but yeah uh, anyways all right well let's rate brontosaurus one out 65
0: million I'm gonna give it a 64
1: 64 oh it's, pretty good it's a classic it's a classic
0: and they revived it so you know
1: uh, I'm gonna give it a 6.4 <laughs> Because it's boring. I don't, oh. I don't appreciate this whole bringing things, science back from the stuff. Pass for me. <laughs> nah, I mean, okay, it's, I'll, I'll give it like a 15 million. I, I, mean, I mean, it's, it, it's all want, right. If it's you want to all... do six, it's fine. Okay, okay. 6.4 million. 6.5 million to make it exactly
0: 10%. <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Even though it really should be 6.6. I, I know it was really 66 million years ago the dinosaurs died out. Not 65 billion, but 65 sounds so much better. You see, nice.
0: like Pluto, so nine planets Oh, you better what?
1: than eight. D- damn it, you're right. <laughs> I'm falling into my own trap. <laughs> Uh-huh. I'm falling. It's like I grew up with sixty-five million, not this sixty-six. Oh my God, you're right. I'm, I'm susceptible to this too. Okay, fine. Six point six point five billion.
0: fair enough. I'll accept my hypocrisy as it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for this week.
1: If you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact me at MattD at com for any general questions to any of the co-hosts. You can find me in social media at MatthewDawnCreator on Facebook, at matthewdon 64 on Twitter, and all the other ones, MatthewDawn64 as well, including Instagram and TikTok. I'm on TikTok.
0: Oh. I finally dumped myself into the well that is TikTok. <laughs> and I'm stuck. <laughs> like- I have... I have a TikTok. I just don't do anything with
1: it. Uh, There's some interesting stuff on it. Like, there's
0: there's some dinosaur
1: stuff on it, too. There's some science stuff. You just got to get past all the thirst traps.
0: (laughs) So, but, (sighs) (laughs) exactly.
1: But, uh, there's some good stuff in it, too. Uh, Although my girlfriend and I just, just do sometimes watch The Thirst Traps together. <laughs> she's pan, so it's... Well, there you go. That's nice. It's nice having a pansexual girlfriend <laughs> We're mm-hmm. watching something, and I'm like, oh, that girl's hot. And She's like, yeah, that girl is hot.
0: <laughs> well, that yeah, you, you both have something to bond over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways,
1: uh, I have a book series on Amazon, Megazoic, available for print and Kindle. I do not believe I added... Maybe I mentioned Brontosaurus once on, like, a list of other stuff. But normally, I, I mean, I know when I first started writing it, it hadn't been read classified yet. Right. But by the time it ended it was,
0: so I don't know. I don't know. If Bront- I'll have to reread it. I don't remember a I don't know.
1: I there's sometimes where I'm reading my books and I'm like, when did I add this one in there? How did I do- like luso Titan? <laughs> Mira Gaia? <laughs> what are these things?
0: Mira Gaia is awesome.
1: Miragaya is awesome though, but I'm just like, <laughs> how did why did I add that in there?
0: <laughs> just for giggles, I guess. Well, you were trying to highlight um, obscure dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. As I always try Cause to. Because there's way more to this world than Brontosaurus and Tyrannosaurus. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Uh, but anyways, uh, I also have a non-dinosaur-related book called Tesla Uh This is around the time people would be like, oh, yes, Brontosaurus. Well, actually, no. They could go to the museum in New York and see that skeleton.
0: Ah, <laughs> you should you should have a scene where that happens. I wanna just as an Easter egg. The
1: only t- the sequel to Tessanauts I'm I'm going back and forth between it being nineteen twenty four and nineteen twenty five, but the only reason why I want to be nineteen twenty five would be because that way they could see the lost world in theaters. Do it. Just be like, why not? It's got th- but then I don't know, nineteen twenty four makes so much more sense for other things too. Like Vladimir Linden died at the beginning of nineteen twenty four and well, Russia, you know, is like I don't know,
0: like why don't you have an opening scene being in 1925 in the theater and then flashback it's a fl- the whole book is a flashback. Oh, I could do that. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Cool. Let's
1: <laughs> uh-huh. we'll, we'll see if that's how it is listeners. Anyways, you got stuff to plug too, right? Yes,
0: yes. So, um I am an educator, but I am also a science fiction fantasy writer.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You
0: can find uh, I'm the author of the novelette The Spark, which, which I have a is copy available. of right over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's available through Heareth Publishing. Um You can go to my website and find uh, all of my shenanigans. It's s t e p h e n c c u r r o dot com. Stephenccuro dot com.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Uh, You've got so many short stories there. Some of which about dinosaurs. Some of them not.
0: Um, uh, I have lots of little poems about dinosaurs. Yeah, Uh, I have. Uh, do I actually? Do? Did yeah. you
1: publish that caveman story, or is that just a I, personal one?
0: I no? have not yet. Uh, um, it's getting close. So I'm gonna have it edited, and then I'm gonna try to okay. find a way to publish. That it. one's
1: really cool. And and it continues so, yeah. the proud tradition of Allosaurus being red. Yes, abso-
0: <laughs> of course. It's a law of the universe. It, it is a law of
1: the universe. Well,
0: <laughs> I, least- I am. I am working on a short story involving dinosaurs that hopefully I can have out in the world soon.
1: Yes, that'd be great. Also, I have another podcast called The Ritwit, Wit, where two twists talk about writing. Currently on an indefinite hiatus, but might be coming back sometime. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> Depends on when I got a good idea for it. But uh, mm. uh, anyways, that's it for this week. We'll see the end of our episode of Paleo uh, Boom, boom. I think it's only appropriate for the Thunder Wizard. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> This thing should have been causing the water to ripple, not the T-Rex, puny We're... elephant-weight T-Rex. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> like, makes for a gripping piece of cinema. <laughs> anyway,
3: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi.